What up, my big beautiful BBs? It's Megan Tonjes. And it's Keith Batista. And you're listening to Adventures in Roommating. This is our podcast. We're a couple friends. I just like you Stare. to feel that awkward. Stare. I don't feel awkward. Because like, feel... it's like you want to sneeze, but then you don't, you know? It's like, yeah. or it's like, like you're about like to orgasm, wanna, but then she yeah, stops for some wanna, fucking reason. You're like, bitch, I was just about there. Sorry. Yeah. It's like when you're trying to touch yourself while someone's on top of you and they say something unfortunate. And you're like, God, oh, yeah, on the Sex in the City episode <laughs> I was just watching with you. <laughs> it's some, a great way to start this, off This dude story. was going down on Samantha. Yeah. And it was like really great, apparently. I think it's like her first foray back into men after she had her, broke up with her, mm-hmm. her uh, female partner. And, uh, uh, he goes down on her and then he comes back up and you think he's going to kiss her, but then he just goes into her ear and he's like, does your little vagina want to meet my little dick? Oh my God. And he didn't say those words, but he said it like in a weird baby voice and it's, <sighs> and he like used weird metaphors. Like, can I enter the harbor? Like the motherfucking oh, other guy. God. It was really strange. <laughs> oh God. Um, but yeah, anyway, this is a revenge of the roommate. Uh, we're gonna, <laughs> like you said, revenge is revenge of the roommate. Yeah. Uh, we're that's gonna our, do that's our prank channel. It's a BBQ episode, it's a BBQ episode. Uh, why don't you tell them about our website and, and that? Listen, shit. I made a fucking website and I oh. spent a lot of goddamn time Are on you it. snapping at me? Nah, in oh, general, okay, okay. I made a, I spent a lot of time. I sat for two days making fucking websites for me and for this I remember podcast. it was a full weekend. You were and right so there. So if you better go to roommatepod.com or adventuresandroommating.com, you better enjoy the fuck out of this podcast and this website. But you can also, you know, find our email there and you can ask us questions at roommatepod at gmail.com. So we also have some Twitter questions. You ready, girl? Yeah. I'll give you some Twitter questions. Oh, you have some lined up for me? Yeah. Peyton Quinn Uh wants to know, what's the best advice you've ever been given about dating? The best advice I've ever been given? I've given great advice about dating. I don't know that I've gotten any. I mean, my, my main problem, I mean, my main problem with dating was my like social anxiety. Yeah. Like that I'm shy and I get really like nervous. Mm -hmm. Um, and I guess, and this is what my therapist said. She essentially was like, what's the worst that can happen? Like logically go through it in your mind. Like what's the worst that could happen? Um, so I guess that's kind of good advice. Cause when you really think about it, like the worst is that she just won't like you and you'll find someone else. Yeah. Or whatever. Best dating advice I've ever been given. Um... I don't know, girl. You give me a lot of good advice. I do. I feel like you give me good advice. Oh, thanks, girl. You always give me. I mean, it's shocking because you're such a shit person, but uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> you have your moments. You know, even even the biggest turd got a little shine on it, right? Is that how it goes? Wait, what? <laughs> What'd you just say? <laughs> I didn't hear what you said. Nothing. I called you a piece of shit. Um, you want me to put a little shine on it? A little shine on it? Nah, because then it doesn't it doesn't shock it. people. I believe in shocking people. <laughs> I love it. Um, I think that gets them the way to like. I don't know. I think attention. I don't know. I can't remember the specific advice that I've been given, but I think that the best thing I've learned about dating is that um, I don't know. Like, <laughs> girl, I don't date. I just fuck. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm like running. It's like um, there's a million things running through my head. Real quick, we're getting emails yeah. that aren't being responded to. What do you mean that aren't being uh, responded to? I don't know if we should talk about this. Well, okay. there's a guest apparently we're trying to get. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll deal with it later, girl. Okay. I don't know. All I mean, right. I'm just saying, it looks like they're emailing uh, the roommate pod instead of you. Yeah. I told them to email yeah. the roommate pod because that's where I would deal with roommate pod stuff. So okay. Well, we will deal with it. They, they, have, they sent an email on the 8th and then just sent okay, one. Okay. We'll just stop two either. Two days ago for follow up. Then just respond to it or shut the fuck up for a second. I don't know what it is. Why don't you read the original email then? It's not. There's it just not, says, hey, not. confirming a guest, please confirm or something like that. Okay, well, we'll deal with it later. Um, 
I'll kill you. I swear to God. I swear to God. I swear to God I'll I kill you right now. Just, uh, fucking do it. <clears throat> um, I don't know. I don't know if I've given. Uh, I can't think of any advice now because you pissed me off. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just playing my Keith. tuber simulator. Now he shut down Keith. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think one of the things for me is like I, virginity. I, I, I noticed. You were going no, I noticed. I was not going towards virginity. I noticed a lot of people will continue dating people even though there's like a million red flags. They're not even that into them just because they feel like they should be dating. And so I think like the greatest thing I've learned is like you don't have to be dating just because everyone else is dating or you feel like that's something that you should be doing. Like mm-hmm. you know, spend as much time with a person as you want and date as many people as you want, and you can date multiple people at the same time. Just be open and honest about it. Yeah. Don't feel weird because, you know, know, people got to get the fuck over it. (laughs) But yeah, I'm still in casual sex phase in my life. Not. Yeah, I don't know where I am. I think I'm almost about ready to give up. I think you're done. Actively trying to find someone. Not that I actually do it. Are you actively trying to find someone? I mean, there's a time where, like, I would be on Tinder and, like, really trying to get a conversation going with anybody and, like, Mm -hmm. none of it really ever panned out. And there was a few dates I set up, but I am a. Uh, stupid and uh yeah girl you back out of dates right yeah i don't know you're just not feeling it the night of and you're like i don't know what it is i i just feel like in new york i was more it was just easier for me to go on dates maybe because i had like my a, a different kind of support system with my friends back there but like yeah i don't know you saying i had a good support system for no, you no no that's why bitch? i said it, that's why i said different it's just like <laughs> maybe the fact that i was around them made me more confident i don't know i don't know I, there's something mentally wrong with me and uh there's nothing wrong i'm just with accepting you. it there's nothing wrong with you, girl. Oh, yes, there is. No, there's not. Girl, you it's perfect. okay. Uh, there's something wrong with me. Perfect, girl. <laughs> no, I'm not. You perfect little baby. I'm okay with it. You a good, perfect little baby no bird. No one's perfect, girl. You my perfect little baby chicklet. That's right. what you well, are. that's getting weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Do, 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 do. Oh, Austin Woods wants to know how to get over a breakup. I'm sorry? Austin Woods wants to know how to get over a breakup. Oh, that's tough, man. I, my very first, like, what I guess was a real, in my mind, a real relationship, took me two years to get over. Mm. And that was, but that was, like, young, ninth grade, 13 years old. 12, God. 13, God maybe 14. Was this a Disney, the Disney yeah, uh, she bro- breakup? And also that, yeah, she broke up with me. The bitch that broke up with you. In Disney World, the in the Magic Pirate. Kingdom, at the Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> right after the ride. Girl, if you don't make a fucking short film that stars with a kid getting right. dumped at that fucking that fucking attraction, yeah. I'll be so mad. <laughs> like I want something real dramatic. And then like as she's breaking up with him, then all of a sudden zombies take over the fucking park. You're <laughs> <laughs> yeah. pretty good. How to get over a breakup? Um, Did you watch American Ultra? Did was that you with you? I watched. No. With uh, interesting. All right, go on. Nah. Sorry. Um, oh no, that was somebody else. Bitch. I confuse you and Amanda sometimes. What, what the fuck? Girl, I'm blonde as fuck. Not not physically, girl. I'm saying just like the way you guys act, you're similar oh. sometimes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, okay. She gets mad when I say that, so I don't say that to her anymore. Oh, that you they were like... I was like, God, you remind me of Megan. She's like, I hate when you say that. Yo, everyone would be so honored to be like me, okay? <laughs> First of all, it's a compliment. I would just say thank you. Um, how do you give a breakup? Uh, when I've been sad about boys, I got into video games. I got into TV shows. I try to distract myself a lot when I'm going through a breakup. I write out my feelings a lot. I listen to some podcasts. I go outside and go for walks a lot. I guess it's and just I hang out with friends. been so long since I was the one that was broken up with rather than the one that would did oh the, you've been in the situation that re- did the breaking nah, up yeah that you're like yeah. i'm not so into it so i'm not that upset about it um so it's like i, I almost like was ready to move on by the time the if, if the broke up happened um, the broke up the breakup happened uh 
<laughs> on that broke up tip. But being dumped does suck. Yeah. Especially if like. But then again, I would just say, you know, it's hard to do, but take a step back. Look, look at the relationship from outside of it as Make objectively as you can. Logically go through why it had to end and why it ended and, and where, you know, it's probably a good thing that it ended. Maybe not. I don't know. It's a new um, opportunity for new dick. But yeah, it's just, it's, you know, this is going to happen more than you, th- you would want. You know, you, you, relationships come and go. You're going to constantly be breaking up until you die. Until you find, <laughs> until you don't. And even then, marriage yeah, but even is. Even then, it's probably going to end with one of you dying. Marriage so. is in a. Yeah, marriage <laughs> is sacred. Another, you, know? you add another 10 years onto a marriage where someone dies first, I mean, they may not be together anyway. So, you know, yeah. I'm just very, I'm, I'm very optimistic. Thanks. <laughs> uh, Gina Clark would, uh, wants a roommate pod videos about Sex in the City because our commentary is great. Yeah, I don't know about that one, but, you know, we're doing Buffy. You can listen to our podcast. We got a new one called Once More With over at never, SoundCloud. And you never know. Maybe once uh, we're done with Buffy and all that shit, maybe we'll dip into some sex in the city. <laughs> we're doing too many things. I know. That's why I got to get us paid. I'm just about overloaded. Girl, I've been overloaded for like a year, so you're going to be fine. Double overload. Nicaldrin Fody. Wants to know if... <laughs> what was that name? Nicole Drin Fody. Oh, my God. This motherfucker, too? Yeah, they got At least it's not spoop. They spooky. got them all. Spoopy. Spoopy. If we have a child, what would we name it? If we, you and I had a child? I, I, I ain't feel, ever I feel, having kids. No, I feel like... And especially with you. God I mean, God bless, what girl. The... I love you, but I mean, you know. <laughs> and the fucking podcast. You're so mean. God damn. <laughs> I'm trying to make you cry, beeps. I'm joking. God damn it. Move on. Nikki wants to know if we have a child, what would we name it? Well, I apparently I shouldn't be a mother, so I guess I mean, we wouldn't have any children. Are you children. ready to be a mom right now? Girl, I'm not even ready to pay my taxes right now. I know. So. The, the dog's barely living, girl. This dog is fine. How are you going to pay for your kid's uh, medical bills? If you, oh, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nah, they're not getting vaccinated. They live at home. <laughs> <laughs> I just got to marry someone that's way more responsible than me. And Suddenly you're an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because I don't want to go. Um, that's all I have. That's all I got for you. Uh, I was just, I don't know. I don't, uh, I like for, for a kid, I guess if for a girl, I've always liked the name either like Piper or Pippa. That's I think good. I would go with one of those two. Pippa is cute. I like Pippa a lot, yeah. Um, the name I have, I swear to God, if any of you motherfuckers take my name, I'll be so mad. Ruby. Ruby. Yeah. Yeah. That's my name. I used to work with a Ruby. She was fucking crazy. Well, you know what? I like to bring crazy into the world, Biebs. We're all a little crazy. Probably. I'm perfectly uh, adjusted. Yeah? Yep. Perfectly calibrated in every Yeah, you sense. never you know, never get emotional. You, no. don't, you don't get sad or... No, just enough to make me human, but not enough to make me... Do you feel dead inside like most of... Uh, I me- told you me? on the last podcast, I was like... I feel like that scene in Dead Like Me where the, the, the girl, she doesn't take her soul and then she's going to rot away. I feel like I missed my appointment sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Maybe 26 was the year I was supposed to go and I've just been holding on since. <laughs> maybe you did die. Maybe I did. Maybe this, this is... is, this, oh is just like, God, this is This is just like another dimension you flipped into. <laughs> maybe that's what life is, girl. It's just... Oh, girl, Westworld's got me all fucked There's up. Moments I don't of trust death. anything. I'm like, why even be scared of anything? Because what they, this could just be some weird reality. Who gives a shit? Like, that, that show fucked me all up. Yeah. Maybe I'm it. just a robot. I think you might be. Might be. I only can be sure of me. 
You can't even be sure of oh, you, I'm bitch. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure. You're not fucking sure. Yeah. How are you sure? Because uh, I think. Okay, but those robots think they think, too. Yeah. Yeah, and they think they just have nightmares occasionally. What I'm saying is you might be real, but I can't be 100% sure. What I am 100% sure, though, is of the experience I am experiencing. But that don't necessarily make you human. No, but I, I think it does mean I exist. I'm not saying that we don't exist, but I'm just saying I don't know that we exist the way that we are. What if we are just robots? That's what I'm saying. We are. If you really think about it, the we way we can are. like tweak our DNA and kind of and shit like there's something to that. I feel like girl every day deep down like it's kind of weird. How many it's movies weird. do we have to make where it's like robots finally get smart and take over the world and kill humanity? And then every other day I see in the news like we just create a, ro- a robot that can talk back to you and like we could just and we, we just asked this robot that we created what does it want to do and its answer was I want to be smarter than humans and it's like yep, well goddamn yep, here's that? the yep. end. It's frightening, girl. Like, what What are we doing? I mean, it's going to happen. It's hopefully a strange I'm new world. Hopefully I'm dead. Oh, hopefully happen. I'm here, girl. Mm-mm. I want to be here. They're going to siphon out your life. Girl, no, you ever... I, I think deep down, they're... they're I mean, I, I really can't say for sure, but I, I think the people who are working in artificial intelligence and all that, like, mm-hmm. they have to be crazy smart to be even inventing this shit in the first place. And so I think if they're that fucking smart, they also have to be smart enough to come up with pretty good fail-safes. I don't know, girl. That's what I hope. That's my, that's my optimism coming through. Or they just want to see the world burn. You I don't think they do. I, don't think, don't I think they legitimately think AI will be able to help us. Uh-huh. And I do think artificial intelligence slash robots are going to be start, are gonna start taking jobs. I mean, you look at, you look at cars, right? Mm. There, there are driver... Well, there are cars driven by themselves now in Philadelphia, Uber, mm. right? So there is a there is a human in the in the in the car, but like the car drives itself. The human's just there as like the backup, mm-hmm. and so it's going to start what taking happens, away jobs from happens, humans. Well, yeah, I and our population's growing too fast, I don't and think so that's it's a good thing. So what are we going to re- do? No, it's not. I mean, you know, but then maybe we'll figure out another way. And you know what's really really interesting? I saw that you know how the bees are dying and shit. Yeah, uh, they invented these little bee robots. Oh God! That will just pollinate for us. Oh my God! We're gonna have so like there's a part of me bees. that's like, well, I guess we really don't need bees anymore. <laughs> we're gonna have fake bees. We're gonna have fake whales. We're gonna have yeah. fake like everything. There's gonna be like you're not gonna know whether or not we're gonna zoos aren't gonna organic actually, or zoos aren't gonna have actual animals anymore. They're gonna have replicated like versions Replicates. of what animals used to be mm-hmm. for us to look at in the future. I guess yeah, Westworld is inevitable. Huh? God, fuck! I'm glad I'm part of this last generation. I gotta go. I'm good. I'm set. <laughs> See you in a few hundred years. I'll reincarnate my ass. Uh, Bye. What's the next question? Uh, that's it. That's all I got for you. All right. So did you do the whole email uh, website thing yet? Someone on my video said, wow, it took you so long to get Bitch, the main subject. I asked you a question. What? What did you say? What? Go ahead. On my video, someone said, wow, it took you so long to get the main subject, blah, blah, blah. Should I tell them that there's like 12 news stories in the video that there is no main subject? Or should we just let them be wrong? Continue. I would respond. Continue. Um... Oh, sorry. I'm just getting a little bit of shit going on. All right. So for those of you who don't know, we've got a web- website, adventuresandroommating.com. Uh, you can get all of our social uh, stuff there. You can also email us directly through the website. Send us a little question through the website. You or... look like a fat Drew Barrymore. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they said about you? <laughs> I've been told that I mean, before. I mean, off. usually people don't say you look like a fat Drew Barrymore. They say you look like a Drew Barrymore, but goddamn, we're getting specific hey, shit. Hey, I mean, you know. Um, <laughs> Wish I had fat Drew Barrymore money. Fuck, I was in my flow. I'm sorry. Well, fuck your flow, bitch. 
Oh, yeah. And you can also send us an email directly uh, at roommatepod at gmail.com. Mm. Okay, here we go. First one is, you better make my OCD ass laugh is the subject. Well, I'll make your OCD ass laugh when you pay my, my fucking rent. When you make... <laughs> When Mama Ta- uh, what up, Mama Tanjas and Daddy Keith? I'm a longtime listener and a big fan of the podcast. Uh, you can call me G, but please don't use my name. Mama, I love your take, uh, your take no shit attitude and how you stand up for what you believe. And Keith, you're good people too. Kid. Hugs mm-hmm. to asshole interrupting puppy. Please find a picture of my fur baby attached for your enjoyment. Here's the fur baby. Looks like just recently out of a, a bath, maybe? I don't know. I can't tell. Oh, my God. Looks schnauzer looking puppy uh all right my question is what to do when you hear people minimizing your pain and your struggle when they don't realize they're doing it as i'm sure you both know microaggressions towards folks with mental health issues are common and i hear them literally every day Mm -hmm. it hurts to hear people make fun of ocd in particular because though i've been struggling with it for years i was very recently diagnosed Mm -hmm. so it's still a quote fresh wound so to speak, in addition to just being uh, hurtful in general. I hear people make jokes about OCD all the time. If you're going to make one, you better make my OCD ass laugh. (laughs) Uh, And I know that this comes from a place of misunderstanding. So I feel like I should step in and say something. But as someone who's still processing the diagnosis for herself, Mm -hmm. I'm not always sure what to say. I guess I'm worried that intervening will make people suspect me of struggling with OCD. And I'm just not ready to have these Mm -hmm. conversations with everyone yet. Don't get me wrong. I have no problem telling people... Uh, when they need to just be better, but this is a but this in particular is causing me uh, some mental anguish. Mm. Uh, on the other hand, hearing jokes about such devastatingly debilitating disorder, triple D bitches, <laughs> this is literally what she wrote, uh, is really harmful to my own mental health mm-hmm. and well-being. On the other side, or on the other, I don't always know what to say to make people understand without outing myself. Mm-hmm. What do? Thanks so much, and hope. <laughs> It says, what do with three question marks? Thanks so much for all you. God, we fucked up the way people And hope talk. you have a pumpkin muffy in honor of fall. Uh, God, it's, it's twice today, girl. God, fuck me. Uh, Everyone's bringing up the pumpkin muffies and they didn't have any. And so a dole whip in honor of, well, yeah, it's fall, but it's, it's uh, still LA. Much love from the two to three of you, Gene. The thing about the OCD is that I think that it's, it's hard for a lot of people to separate the, like, what actually OCD is versus how often people describe... Um, their like general desire to be clean or like their desire general like their wow the whole time I was thinking ADD not OCD okay I'm 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 Oof. I'm on well. the I'm on the right page now <laughs> but like I think like so often in media and just like people refer to like oh I'm like OCD to refer to like oh I like things organized or I'm just yeah. like I need to make sure things are whatever without understanding like how deep actual OCD goes that's how I feel when people say they're so depressed it's, just, it's really misinformation yeah I mean I think yeah there's a lot of things I think people talk about depression like I'm depressed so it's like no you're just sad like yeah the, the depression's a diagnosis yeah yeah I mean it's you know it's hard it's like one of those things where I, I always struggle with like how often do like when there's a conversation happening, it's almost like picking my battles of like, if it's a, just a one-off comment or something, do I want to get into a whole conversation about like, you know, disproving or having a serious conversation about something that someone is just like offhand saying. So, you know, I think that's personal to you, like figuring out if it's a, a big enough deal in the moment to, to bring it up and how you bring it up, I guess is really the kind well, of the I question. Think, I think the main problem here is she's almost, a sh- I think it's a she, uh, this person's almost ashamed of the fact that she has OCD. Yeah. And I would first find out, I would first try to solve that, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't think it's necessarily something to be ashamed of. No. Um, 
I think it's talking di- to someone. It probably feels hard because when you're diagnosed with it, I imagine it's very disruptive I mean, to I, your life. I even don't even feel like, I mean, maybe, uh, you know, we all have different experiences. In my experience, I don't even really feel like OCD is looked at as necessarily like a negative or even something that people make fun of. I don't think that, well, no. I mean, when people like casually throw it around, like I, I need think, to like be, I'm OCD about, uh, but I you think know, my Maybe desk. she means, yeah, like I think she means like, if you're in a situation where like if someone's like doing something or like like cleaning their shit or whatever, and someone's like fucking OCD, like or like it maybe it feels like they're like oh, making fun yeah, of something yeah. or like why are you like someone poking fun at like stop being so fucking OCD about things? Like it probably feels like it's a huge joke, and I'm not saying that it's not, but I think I think it's really it's mis it's misunderstanding about that specific disorder and miseducation about it in general. Like we don't really learn about it, and so when you're not in it, it's really I think it's probably hard for most people to understand that. I don't know, and and just as a side note, hmm. and I think this is where you and I disagree a little bit. Um, yeah, but I, I just feel like yes, of course, you know, informing people and educating people and, and trying to make people better or and mm-hmm. doing better. I absolutely believe in that. Like that's something that's cool. Um, but I also believe in like self empowerment, where it's mm-hmm. like if something sort of almost out of your control, or or not, you know, you don't have the total control over something. It's like why not work on trying to change how you react to something, mm-hmm. so that you're not experiencing this anguish or yeah. this anxiety. Mm-hmm. That's why I asked, like, why is she ashamed to say, "Hey, like, I actually do have OCD. I was recently diagnosed." Like. You know, yeah. this is, you know, and, and just talk about it like. Or bring it up in a way that's like if someone you're not says ashamed something, about it. If something yeah. says something, something about OCD in a very like casual, light kind of way, say, that's actually not what OCD is. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and, and, also, and then like maybe said, it starts a conversation or maybe that person just shuts the fuck up. But also like <laughs> this person said, and even you say, it's like you have to first pick your battles, you know. Yeah. And also it's like they don't even realize it. Yeah. A lot of people are saying things they don't even, they're not even realizing the, that people around them may be yeah, struggling Yeah, and I just, I guess yeah. the point I'm just trying to make is that I don't know if it's like as malicious or as intentful mm-hmm. uh, of what these people are saying and doing. Yeah. I, of course, like, let them know, like, mm-hmm. you know, I believe that you shouldn't say or do things to, to, to people like that. It probably feels uh, more... Not people like that, but people with issues. <laughs> I, I can imagine, like, just having... Like, being diagnosed with something or coming to the realization that you're, you're dealing with something and struggling with that, it's probably... Everything's amplified. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah in the and beginning it's brand of it. new. And so yeah. I understand that. I think, like... I think therapy. I mean, I... I yeah, well, I, I think as you're going through the process of figuring out how to deal with that and... and live productively and and live peacefully and like do all the things you want to do and also you know manage what you're going through with OCD like I think as you're as you're you're dealing with that it's gonna be really important to have like a good support system to let some of your friends in on it so that you have people that you can talk to and obviously seek out professional help um but I I think that it can only I think like your response to that is gonna it's like when people talk about fat stuff right so it's like yeah yeah Every time one of my friends makes a comment about their weight or about weight in general, it's like I could jump in and be like, <laughs> like I could, and I have. But at a certain point, I started to realize I'm just fucking, I get tired of doing that. And so it's almost like it's, it, my, more of my energy goes, goes towards me focusing on my stuff. And then, you know, dropping in and kind of choosing when I, when I bring up conversations and have those conversations. Because 
don't know. You just, it's a, it's a personal thing. You figure out the balance of how do I educate people and how do I like make people accountable with how do I also realize that I can't control everything that everyone says and thinks and does. All I can do is kind of like control how I react to it. And there's a balance that happens. Mm -hmm. And I think every person's figuring that out. Everyone has their own things that they're going through. Like if you deal with depression, Mm -hmm. if you deal with, um, you know, um, even before I'm trying to think of like an example, but like if you deal with depression or you deal with, um, an eating disorder or you deal, do you deal with anything that someone might flippantly use the term Mm -hmm. in a conversation? I mean, all of us have the ability to kind of be caught off guard by that and upset about that. And so it's like, I think everyone's figuring out how do they address the things that are privately going through publicly without maybe outing themselves, but also educating the people around them so that they have a better support system and they're not consistently, you know, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, we're all getting exhausted just listening. I know. Right. But I think, yeah, I would just, for me, I would just bring it up. And if someone does make a comment about OCD and and jokingly says whatever, I would use it as an opportunity if I'm in the mood and if I have enough energy. But I also think you need to, I'm a big believer in in approaching people in in a positive way. Yeah. Like I wouldn't. I wouldn't say, you know, that's really fucked up what you're saying. Like, I wouldn't, I, I believe that the best way to, to at least get people to start changing their minds is to say, is to be as empathetic as you can be, mm-hmm. but also being like, hey, just so you know, like, you know, when general, you say this, this can happen and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. In general, if it's, if it's a situation, I think sometimes like I get in situations where like I get snippy with people about stuff, but it's because I've been dealing with 12 hours. Yeah, but you hours. wouldn't get snippy with, with been, someone no, unless no, they're being snippy first. No, no, no. But like I, I can understand, I understand like when you're dealing with people that are constantly trolling you or saying shit just to be an asshole, it's like, yeah, it does. I think it affects like when you're dealing with people Perfect that don't example. mean that. Perfect example, right? There are times friends that I have that still will sometimes say things are retarded. Oh, yeah. And that stings me. Yeah. I don't have any real uh, personal uh, connection with, connection that w- with word. the word, but, you know. But it's upsetting. I remember growing up probably saying it when I was in, like, middle school, but then it, it became such a bad word throughout yeah. school that, like, you couldn't say it anymore. At some point, and most so whenever of us I still hear people slur. saying it, I'm, it, yeah. it shocks me a little bit. I'm like, oh, you can't say that, man. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Um, there are quite a few words that I'm like, people will say it, and I'm like, God, it's like I, I went back to the early 90s. Like, yeah, what are yeah. we doing right now? You've like, been watching we, Angel or Buffy. Like, sometimes they'll still yeah, drop they, that in there. They drop some words in and or shows. There are shows that Although we've I think Rick and Morty did a great bit on there that There are word, shows so. and movies that we've watched know. where people use gay as an insert. They're like, that's so gay. And it's like, I remember. I literally yeah, remember when yeah, people used gay to was say that. One. Yeah, I don't like saying gay. I don't like saying no, the other word. Um, no, I don't like saying any of that. But it's like. But, unless it is gay. Like, oh, he is gay. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, I don't, you know, I think I, I've realized that language changes so much, time changes so much, mm-hmm. and pe- sometimes it takes people a while to catch up. And I think a lot of that has to do with the conversations we have privately. I think a lot of that has to do with the conversations that are happening in the media and how things are referenced on TV shows and movies and magazines. And like, yeah. there are a lot of words that even in the past 10 years, people used to say all of the time on TV. And then all of a sudden we were like, oh, that's a fucking slur. Like, we can't say that. Yeah. Like, actually, we're not informed about that. and so Unless it's like, it's, like, rated M or whatever. Yeah, like, but or, so, like, it, it changes. And so I, I think that, you know, there are a lot of things that people don't necessarily have 100% understanding about or empathy about because they don't know someone. They don't think that they know someone that has that. Yeah. So if you're up to it, and you don't have to, but I always look at it as an opportunity for, like, 
the people that are around me that I care about, it's an opportunity for me to maybe not come out and say this, this is what I am or this is what I deal with, but it's a chance to connect with someone and be like, Hey, you know, you know, you might not think that you know someone with this, but like, here's my, let me inform you what it actually is and have a conversation. And then I think once people know what something is and they can understand like personally, I think they're more likely to be, um, just more sensitive to it. And then they can pass that on to other people in their group of friends and their family because now they have that knowledge. So, you know. Yeah. You'll figure it out. And I, and I think in the meantime, just focus on... Um, Cretan. Really, yeah, like empowering yourself, like you said, and making sure that you, you know, you feel good about the things that you're doing and the ways that you're managing what you're going through. And, um, and we're all going to die. So, you know, <laughs> fuck all these people. <laughs> I just Googled... That's my answer to everything. Join the Peace Corps and everyone's going to die. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sending you lots of love. Yeah. Join the Peace Corps, man. Join the Peace Corps. I see, I see this thing going around. It's, look, it's from Avatar The Last Airbender. I'm not going to, you know, fuck you if you think I'm a child for watching that show and loving it. But Girl, you're not a child for watching that show. You're a child because you're a fucking child. Um, but there's like a great little piece of wisdom that the like a grandfather figure gave and it was like sometimes the best way to help yourself is to help others i think that's a nice little yeah i like that nice little line it's like i think sometimes we get uh, we you and i literally just had a conversation kind of about um we were at the starbucks and we were talking about how like the starbucks at the starbucks and we were talking about how like I remember when I used to sit and actually think about things. Yeah. And like daydream. Yeah. And I don't daydream anymore. Like I'm literally so caught up on everything and every app and you're opening everything. Well, you don't need to anymore. You yeah, know, I don't it's need like to. you have so, you have this physical thing that can like, do that for you. It's ridiculous. And so, girl, the first thing I do every time I wake up is I have, I have to check I my, phone my phone, and I and I'm. I know, like, tech addiction is like a real thing. Yeah. And I fear that I might have like, it. I think, but I think all of us have it to a degree. But also, I have to from like what we, we all do. We have our you jobs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's like. <sighs> but that sounds like an excuse, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, right. But I think that I have to drink. And it's we were talking. But we were talking. We were talking about the, this generation of like even like that mixed with. Um, we're in a generation where I think the generations before probably look at us as really fucked up because a lot of us aren't looking to like get married and have kids right away, if ever. Like a lot of us are very focused on us, right? And so I think a lot of people are like, we're very selfish, we're very like narcissistic, we're very like focused, whatever. And it's like, I think to a degree we are, but I don't know if that's a bad thing or a good thing. I think it's just like we've become even more individualistic in well, some I ways. I think it's like, I think it's a swing. generations before, yeah. You know, like before it was very much like, but I don't even think so. I think I have a sneaking suspicion that every generation really isn't that much different than the previous one. When watching Sex in the City, I'm like, they're yeah. having the exact same conversation oh, yeah. 16 years ago that right. we're having now. Right. Even more than 16 years ago. Yeah. And it's and so a lot of the problems Almost are still 20. the same. So it's like, I've realized that when I sit here and I'm like, I That's, need things to change, right? And yeah. I'm like, I need to change. Those things don't change in five years. Those things don't yeah. change in 10 years. It's like 15, 16, 20 years has gone by and it's like, Oh, the conversations and things I'm going through now, my parents went through. I just don't have the perspective of understanding yeah. that it's the same shit. Just a different time. Yeah. Because I was going to say, and that's what I realized about Sex and the City, and even today, it's like everyone our age or younger like, hates they, dating, right? Dating sucks in this day and age. Men. Dating sucks and this, there's no good, you know, men slash women or yeah, X, Y, Z, you know? Uh and that shit's still going on today, but now it's just shifted more. The blame's more a little bit more like Tinder and online dating. It's like yeah. 
nah, motherfuckers. It just comes down to you yeah. and being shitty to each other. Every generation <laughs> is trying to figure out, like, what what is the perfect way to live your life? Like, how do you do it? What is, like, everyone's, every generation is looking around at their friends thinking they all have it together. They're all doing the things that I should be doing and I'm not getting there quick enough. And that is every generation. Yeah. So it's so interesting. But, like, I think that sometimes we focus so much on ourselves and we're probably more aware of the things that are going on. And we have names and labels for everything that's happening and everything is being talked about that it, it, it's a lot. Like we focus a lot on ourselves and I think sometimes it's good to like, just take a step back, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe like have a little perspective, like not yes. just on our own problems, but also like just looking at the world and seeing what other people are going through. Not so we can sit there and be like, Oh, I don't have it that bad. And so I shouldn't feel bad. Like, no, you should have your own problems and you should feel however you want about your problems. But I think perspective is one of the greatest things that we can take away from having, for instance, the fact that we can look at anything at any time right now on the internet, we have endless perspective, which I think is what makes a lot of us so fucking sad all of the time because we're like, holy shit, the world is awful and all these things are happening. Horrible things are always happening. In a lot of ways, the world is probably better than it was. It's just that we have fucking Twitter now. So we're aware of everyone being hurt all the time. I mean, there's a great in a nutshell video that says like, are we done with war? Yeah, because there hasn't been I don't think a legitimate war. war, I believe. Maybe Vietnam was that an official war? Vietnam? Yeah. Or was that just a conflict? Essentially, was saying like we haven't had like a major war since World War Two. Yeah, but there's horrible shit happening all. I'm not the saying time. it's not. It's like war, but like compared to how frequent mm-hmm. conflicts happened mm-hmm. from the last century and earlier to like how. There's still conflict today, absolutely, but like literally the numbers are staggeringly different where yeah. how, how much of the world is in conflict versus how it, much it used to be in conflict mm-hmm. and how like it just, there seems to be a trend that we are headed towards peace. It's just, yeah, like you said, we're now in a world where you, we can see all the world now and so it seems like there's it more shit going on, bigger, yeah. but statistically and, and by the numbers, it's it's one of the least... hundred years ago, horrible shit was happening. Conflicting we just times. didn't know about it on Facebook right, and yeah. Twitter. There was like the newspaper and yeah. not everyone There's read the no newspaper. There was no trending like topics no. or anything like that. That was it. It was the newspaper. Yeah. It's just all fascinating And then me. TV came out and we got the... Really, I've just realized how, how much life is so cyclical and we're all going to die. Watch even, <laughs> Mad, if, even if we watch Mad Men, girl, like there's a, there's a moment in where they cover JFK's assassination. Yeah. And like all the characters like, what is going on in this fucked up world we're living in right now? Like the world's falling apart. And that's like another thing where it's like every generation kind of feels like their world's, the falling, world's falling apart. apart. You know? Yeah. It's very interesting. It's very interesting, girl. Are we wrapping up? Are we doing another question? Yeah, we want to do one more question. We do one, one more, more email. One, one more email. Let's do one more email. Uh, when do you stop trying with a friend? Is the subject of this next one? I don't know. Thursday. Hi, Mama Tanjas <laughs> and Daddy Keith. My name is Amanda, and Keith is welcome to say it in those du- what? Mm-hmm. In those dulcet tones. Those dulcet tones. Dul- dulcet. Yeah, your su- your sweet soft voice, bitch. Let me uh, let me look up that word here. Yeah, soft is sweet. Especially of sound, like a dulce. sweet and soothing. Yeah, you bitch. Often used ironically, bitch. <laughs> Went to an insult. 
<laughs> I have been a I've been a boring one dollar Patreon baby for ages, and I adore both you both and mm-hmm. your general existence. Thanks. Insert bullshit about trying to keep this short, thereby lengthening the email oh, and pissing yes. off Keith. Hey, I appreciate the that though. They're Even though so you made self-aware. it longer, they're so self-aware. At least you get it. Like I appreciate that you it's understand. It's a prank. It's a prank. Uh, don't prank <laughs> me, bro. Uh, my question is: How many times do you let someone cancel before you stop trying? This isn't a boy problem. Ooh. I am married, but a friend problem. I was coworkers with another woman for a while, and. Uh, we were really friendly, having lunch together and gossiping over coffee regularly. Uh, she has even come around to my house for dinner before. Mm-hmm. I'm not only working part-time and often from home. I'm doing a PhD and have a toddler plus another job. Jesus Christ, how do you do it? I how don't do even you know do how that? anyone does shit. Because I can barely get through the day and I don't do I feel anything, like, oh, I feel like. God damn. Uh, plus another job. So my ass is busy and my jobs are luckily flexible, uh, mm-hmm. so we don't see each other very often. We were supposed to get together after Christmas 2015, but my kid was sick, so I canceled. Since then, I have suggested lunch repeatedly for the days I am in office. Each time, she has canceled, saying that she has too much work to do and can't get away. Mm-hmm. This works out to about a dozen times over the past 10 Ooh. months. Yeah. Uh, inget? I mean, at that point, you just gotta put it in her in her court. Let me know when you want to get lunch. Yeah. I get being busy, but in my mind, if you want to see someone, you make time. Uh, I am ready to accept that this is never going to happen and stop trying, but how do I do that without being a dick? I hate being canceled on over and over, but I do actually want to be friends with her. Thoughts? So that's it. Thanks uh, to thank you for getting through this long as email. I attach photos. I don't have a fur baby, so I attach a photo of my actual baby. Aww. Love Tondras. And honestly, girl, this little... Is it cute? Uh, <laughs> is it cute? Tyke could probably be like related to you, girl. It's like a ah, uh, it's like a it's like a little Gertie. It's like, like a, a Gertie, Gertie, a boy Gertie, maybe. It's yeah. a Gert. The Gert. You call that a Gert? <laughs> it's a cute baby. Um, I mean, there's uh, a thing. Like, I don't think it has to be some dramatic thing. I you don't think it's make, as dramatic as you think. Yeah, it is. you have to make plans with someone. Maybe she, maybe this person is busy and also has some kind of anxiety. Maybe this person's just not. I mean. I just I really wouldn't think that much about it. I would just basically at this point be like, hey, let me know when you want to get lunch, put it out there. And when she wants to hang out or can hang out, maybe she'll reach out, maybe she won't. And in other in whatever case, I mean it's not someone you're seeing every day anyway, so you know, just focus on your other friendships. Yeah. Sounds like it's just like someone that either doesn't want to hang out and doesn't know how to And look, just maybe she's it. a little, you know, peeved at the fact that you canceled on her from that Christmas thing. Um Yeah, but that's dramatic. If that's a person that's going to cancel you a dozen times because you canceled once on Christmas. But it also sounds like you're you're also busy. Yeah. And I have a feeling maybe... You have like a schedule of like, here are the days that I can do this. Yeah, and maybe I have those a feeling it's like, hey, out. I'm available Tuesdays at four. And she's like... And I'm that's it. And she's like, oh, well, you know, busy. I, I have uh, my life too, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I would just occasionally, like maybe if you're going to go do something, send out a, like a little random invite letter if you want, but... I would just put it in her court and be like, hey, uh, I know that we've had trouble meeting up the past few months. Um, if you want to get lunch, let me know. I have I have plenty of friends that like are good friends, but it's like they always call me or they always want to hang out at a time that I'm just either not in the mood to hang out with anybody or I'm busy or I'm stressed. And so it's like my my schedule doesn't always line up, but my emotional well-being doesn't always line up. So it's like, you know, sometimes friendships go through that and then they're not friendships or they're just acquaintanceships or... You know, hmm. I wouldn't stress out too much about it. You know, ask someone else to go get lunch if this person's not responding. Mm-hmm. You know? Are you done? Yeah. I'm done. I don't know. I have a really interesting question, I, I feel like. Okay, then go on. Uh, maybe. Um, quick random question. 
this question is basically just to tell me if I'm being petty and if I have uh, a valid point. Okay. Okay. I'm going to read this really quickly. Okay. This has to do with the new cover girl model who's a boy, mm-hmm. I think, or something. Go for it. Um, so if you care anything about beauty crap, you'd know that there's a new cover girl other than Katy Perry who graces our mm-hmm. commercial. Lisa but- Flip did that deal. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now the first boy who they've dubbed as Cover Boy, his name is James Charles Beauty on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Now, this is fine. I could care less. No problems with him. My thing is with Cover Girl, a company obviously made to sell makeup while using commercials to empower women and help them be more beautiful or whatever the marketing scheme may be. Do I consider. We think, do we think Cover Girl's about empowering women to be more beautiful? Uh, yeah. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's right. Cover Girl's about selling makeup. It sounds like it's about, it's about <laughs> making what? girls feel really. Not only uh, girls use makeup now. If you've been looking at the internet, everyone uses his makeup so well i was gonna say i feel like it makes girls feel um insecure and therefore needs to buy makeup i mean you're not wrong (laughs) uh i I consider him not to be famous and a normal gay white male so why not before him have normal girls from whatever race be cover girls Mm -hmm. uh it just seems like a smack in the face to women it's like See what I'm saying, man. No one could be happy for anybody else. It's like we, <laughs> like, I, it's I like, okay, you. yeah. It's but, like, but I get not, it, I get it, I get but it. That's but that's not it's true. Also, well, I mean, okay, as far as it being like an average, no one really knows this except the internet. But this person's famous on the internet. I mean, they have to have some kind of clout or like, well, following. no, I think, I think the point this person's making is the fact that they should have gone with other women of other races. Rihanna, first before, Janelle Monet. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Um, I, I think Queen Latifah. But like, this is like a win for gay males, I feel like. Or at least... Uh, yeah, I think it's a win for boys that wear makeup. Or that, yeah, just just whatever. Anybody who wants to wear makeup. I actually don't know anything about him, so maybe... I don't even know if he identifies it. I don't know anything about him. But, I, I mean, cover girl... Listen, I'm all about representation. And so I absolutely agree with you that makeup brands should be featuring different races, different I don't, sexes, I don't different I everything. I disagree with that, yeah. But when you look up cover girl, I see Janelle Monet, I see Rihanna. Mm. I see, I feel like Queen Latifah did something with them. We have Ellen, was, I think she was a cover girl. So, mm-hmm. I mean, not different race, but like we have different, you know, sexual yeah, orientation. sexual orientations. Um, and There's more to the email, by the way. Okay, continue. Um, it just seems like a smack in the face to women. It's like we will use these stars to be cover girls for women. Mm-hmm. And I'm a dude saying this, by the way. Tell me okay. if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. But never let young girls see people like themselves. Normal mm-hmm. girls are... I'm sorry, this is kind of worded weirdly. Um, Tell me if I'm wrong, but never let young girls see people like themselves. Normal girls ever become cover girls. Mm -hmm. But some random white boy decides to wear makeup and he's offered the spot. I don't think that's how that works, though. I asked my sister about it and she felt the same way. She's black, so from her point Mm -hmm. of view, why can't some normal black girl with an afro be a cover girl who's not famous? Mm-hmm. This is very specific. Uh, it just seems real privileged to me. Like, mm-hmm. we get it. It's a tremendous opportunity for the 17-year-old kid to not take it away from him. Mm-hmm. Well, you kind of are. If you, a little bit. <laughs> uh, but there are girls who will do what he does and never become cover girls mm-hmm. and just have to watch it on the commercials. Yeah. Okay, well, not everyone is going to win. Um, yeah. and, some normal boy, and some normal boy is it. Mm-hmm. Listen, this is what I'll say. I got, let me finish up real quick. Okay. I just don't know what that re- says really. And everyone, it's like, it's so progressive. This boy is a cover girl, mm-hmm. boundaries being broken. But are they e- really when women, real everyday women, mm-hmm. are still not cover girls? Queen Latifah, Zendaya, and Janelle Monet are the three black cover girls yeah. I know of, but they're not normal everyday people. 
Okay, that's the only random point I was trying to make. Tell me what you think. I've been watching a lot of CNN, so I just want to argue with everything. But like you said, this person... But here's the thing. So uh, so Katy Perry's not an average everyday girl. Drew Barrymore, any of the other people that I think have been covered girls on either spectrum, right? So black, white, yeah. whatever nationality or race or sexual orientation or whatever. It's like... Where's the Asian people at? That's uh, what I want. That is a great goddamn you know question. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's like really black or white. For something, <laughs> you know if we're really saying? fighting for something... Where's the, where's the Indians from <laughs> India, you know? Like... Yeah, I, there, I mean, this is the thing. I don't look to CoverGirl to explain to me what beauty is because I don't think <laughs> I don't think that they they are covering the entire spectrum. But I think that in some ways it's becoming more inclusive, which is a good thing, you know. And I think we all want progress for everyone at the same time. And I fucking agree. I'm into it. So but this this guy is a beauty guru on YouTube. This kid has a great team behind him, obviously. His people that are managing him and whatever, that are they're pushing for whatever. And he's obviously caught the eye of CoverGirl and whoever's running it as this is a good place to put our money and our focus on. It's very, it's more inclusive of what we want our brand to be. And he has a following, whether you think that following is big enough to be famous or not. I actually think that's cool that he doesn't have that huge of a following. No, he's and got like 100,000 subscribers. Cover, like it's not huge. Yeah, yeah. I think that's awesome. That means he has a good team behind him. He has people marketing him correctly. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, for me, it's like, congratulations to him. Uh, 17 years old, cover girl, like, absolutely. I think that's going to open a lot of doors. It's going to make people feel very differently about makeup and who wears makeup. And um, His location? Yeah. His Lisa Phillips email. Of course it is, bitch. <laughs> yeah, it's where you can contact me if you want to send me money. I mean, I, I think, you know, anyone that has an opportunity like that, we're all going to have, the people are going to be having an issue with it. It's not inclusive enough. It's not who we want. But That's what I'm saying. It's like... Listen, there's no, I'm not sitting here not criticizing CoverGirl or any makeup company for not being when inclusive When in the history enough. of anything has it not taken baby steps? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, representation is important. I also, I guess, I just don't pay that much attention to CoverGirl shit or like who's, you know. Like, yeah, yeah I think it's really, it's cool. It's different. I I'm think sure it's cool. people are pissed about it, Yeah, you know, for oh, various sure, different I'm reasons. Sure, I'm sure everyone in Michigan's real pissed about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, oh, boy, that's wearing so makeup. weird. I didn't even think about that. I thought about people a little bit more. Yeah. It's not like that everywhere. Liberal, you, I guess, the, where it's South, like. Do you think they're picking up that shit and thinking, oh, this is great Well, yeah, positive. well, there's that, but I also think just people like this person who wrote in who were like, it's not, it's almost as if it's not enough. Yeah. For what CoverGirl is doing to help broaden people's minds. It's like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm I mean, talking in circles, I feel like. No, no, no. <laughs> but I, listen, I'm, I'm not, I want representation. I want everyone to feel whatever. I think that's why YouTube's so fucking incredible because I think there's so many amazing people doing shit that whether you know about them or not, represent every kind of difference in every kind of person. I want Jackie Aina to be fucking CoverGirl. Yep. That bitch is so beautiful and this perfect guy, and funny. This person only has. 70,000? Like, like 10 videos. Yeah. He's got a team behind him. So he must be like, he's, they must be marketing he him He started correctly. seven months ago. Yeah. And then he's released um, a little bit more frequently. He's frequent. got makeup that's come out. He's, he's got all kinds of shit. Yeah. As of a month ago, he started releasing uh, videos, looks like, weekly. Yeah. I mean, some of the stuff he's doing is great. Listen, and I understand the criticism. <laughs> there are people that have Excuse made me. it that... This was a conversation that was happening in 2008. I had friends that were makeup gurus that were incredible. And then at that time, there were some people that bypassed them popularity-wise. They were like, they're not as fucking good. 
And it's like, so you can't control like who gets focused and whatever. I think it's absolutely a conversation to have as to why people, certain people get focused on over others. But I also think when it comes to that shit, there's a lot more going on behind the scenes than fairness, unfortunately. I, just, I, just, I guess my mentality is, is like, like the person, Where's who, the fat cover the person who just wrote in, right? It's always <laughs> like, yeah, that's great, but. Yeah. As opposed to. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great. And now what's next? Yeah, you know, I agree. Like have a little bit more of a positive I agree. Uh, approach to it. I agree. That's all. I mean, if we're going to sit here and talk about what we want, I want fat cover girls. Yeah. I want fat cover girls of all Who's sexual orientation, all race, all fucking body types, not just fucking hourglass shaped. I want all that shit. And it's like, so who's I'm, that, who's I'm that sitting big here, model? I'm sitting here, girl, who's that big model? The, the, the one, the one, the fam- most famous one right now. Ashley something. I wouldn't even call her that. A plus thing. size girl. Yeah, she's like a size 12, yeah. I feel you. She was in that video with that Jonas Brother guy, right? Or yeah. Something. She's gorgeous. What's her name? I don't know. I want to say Ashley Madison, Why don't you but that's a website. fucking type it in, bitch. <laughs> Ashley Graham. Ashley Graham, that's it. Um, I'm just, you know what? I've, I think I, this year, instead of me being angry all the fucking time, because I'm like, but like, why not this person? Just like you said it. That's awesome. Now what? That's awesome. Now what? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to take anyone's accomplishment or that's awesome for that fucking 17 year old kid. That's probably incredible. That's probably like there's some other boy that's going to see that and be like, fuck, now I can wear makeup. I can do the things that I want because I have someone to look up to. That's important. Yeah. And I understand that I wish that there were literally there was literally one of those for every single kind of person in this world. Mm -hmm. I do. And I think that eventually those things will happen. Yeah, I have no doubt. But I think that if it's not happening at CoverGirl, there's some other company that's doing it or there's some YouTuber that's doing it. And so I think it's about pushing for that representation while not taking away the accomplishments of other people and realizing that we can always do better, but it shouldn't, we shouldn't constantly be feeling like, oh, it's just not fucking good enough. Like it's good and we can do more. Yeah. It's, it's progress. It's progress. There's never you, there, 50 years ago, you would never have seen a 17-year-old boy for fucking cover. Girl. I imagine life or culture and, and, and all this stuff is like there is no end to the progress bar yeah. of life. You know, it's like and it's just gonna always gonna be progressing. Yeah. And I think as we learn more and more until we get to Westworld. Yeah, right. I think as we learn more and more, like ever even watching Sex in the City. We were sitting there having conversations about they were referring to people as transsexual. Yeah. And like yeah. and then we were like researching like right. now, like how that word works and if that's used as a slur and like what people identify as. And I think every day and we had a conver- you and I had a whole conversation where I was like, it's not that I don't I'm not open. I don't want to learn about, you know, who everyone's attracted to, what everyone identifies mm-hmm. as, what yeah. like what is the label? It's just there's so many. That as a person, yeah. it's hard for me to always like have the label, understand what it means. Under like, I just want to know people. I think, and it's not a matter of like I don't see color, I don't see, no, I don't no, see yeah, sexual orientation. Right. I see it and tell me it. It's just that. But just don't kill me if I happen to forget just, all of the words. I'm I forget, sorry. I forget the definition for pansexual every day. I swear to God, I'm reading <laughs> articles about bisexuality and how it's not like it. Like the whole definition of it is different than it. Like I'm learning all of the time, but it's very hard to hold the information. And so it's not from a place of ignorance or not wanting to learn. It's from a place of literally the internet and how much shit we have around us has destroyed my brain cells and I can't hold on to knowledge. I like, I'm not in a PhD program for it. I just, I, I don't think that I necessarily care as much about who people want to fuck or not fuck or be romantic with or be sexual with. I just like want to know people 
and whoever you're fucking, I don't you think can it's just bad to ask tell questions. me their name and that's awesome. Yeah. Do you think it's bad to ask questions? Like to want to have a conversation and, and to, what, what's wrong with the I pursuit? I don't think it's bad to have a conversation. I think there are some, there are some things that like, I under, I also understand the perspective of like, when you constantly are being, you feel like you're constantly being used as a resource, constantly, constant, 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 that you have to explain to people. And it's like, well, Google is free. So there are some questions. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There are some things that it's like, you could look that up and not have to constantly bring someone back to that and expect them to be like the dictionary for like, explain to me transgender, explain to me this, like. I don't need you to be a walking fucking dictionary. Like I can Google stuff, but like, I think it also is like, there are ways to have conversations without being shitty or disrespectful. And to also realize that just but because you I'm ask a question. But if I'm going to someone, because I want to learn and I want to know and I want to be better and I yeah. go and ask someone rather than just trust the internet. Yeah. But I also think if you do that, I think for me, if I ask someone like, well, what is this? What is this? And someone's like just not in the mood to talk about well, it. I would respect that. I would totally respect that. Yeah. And if they want to give me a resource, they want to be, be an like, asshole. I agree. I'm sorry, but like I said, ultimately I'm a positive, you're trying optimistic to, person. You're trying to learn and have and conversations. If, and I yeah. get the frustrations. I get being frustrated even at work. Like people come to me and ask yeah. me this like same question over the fucking time. I'm like stop asking me this question. I, <laughs> I, I get that frustration, but yeah. I don't know if that's necessarily and, an excuse. Yeah, but I, I think it's different, though, if you're living with it every day. You're talking about, like, a job, you're annoyed. But imagine if it's, like, the way you present yourself and people literally everywhere you go are either saying something, asking something, yelling something horrible. And then occasionally there's, I'm like, I'm not a, talking about that. I'm talking about, hey, I'm hanging out with people, mm-hmm. and I have a question that I'd like to learn about from, from yeah. those particular people. And it's, like, why... Why should I feel almost apprehensive in, in wanting to engage in a dialogue? No. I do, though. I th- I'm, I'm made no, to I feel like, like I shouldn't ask, but I should but I know. Think, so it's like... It's hard. Because I think even that situation, like I look at that and I think like, well, yeah, but if someone's out at a bar or partying, maybe they don't want to talk about that. And so I think there just needs to be a way of us communicating to each other, like without there being offense on either side, as far as like, hey, I don't really want to talk about that right now, but like maybe later. Or, you know, I could, you Yeah, know, well, it's like, they know, it's not up to them to owe you any sort of yeah, explanation. But there's but a way of like, explaining it. But don't you want, and I just feel like there's two sides, like, a, there's like a, a duality to it. It's like, you want people to know and be better and to be more uh, informed, yeah. but then you don't want to. I get both sides. Inform. I get absolutely both sides. Because I understand the exhaustion of having to feel like you have to keep talking about the same fucking points Because I just feel like from the person again. who is generally is interested and wants to be better yeah. is now made to feel like shit for it. Yeah. That's, that's like yeah. sometimes the feeling I get. I feel you. But anyway. I get you. We can wrap it up, I guess. We gonna wrap it? We gonna talk them in. Listen, if you like the podcast and you want to check us out, obviously you can subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Stitcher Radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and make sure that you, you know what? Leave us a little review. We've been getting some reviews on iTunes. They've been really positive. Oh, really? I would appreciate right. some more reviews. Get them reviews. Give them them stars. Make us look important. Uh, so people yeah. give us money. Be honest. Speaking of money, we have a Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash adventures and roommating. If you go to adventures and you'll find it. Um, if you love the podcast enough that you want to donate a dollar or more, maybe, you know, instead of getting some coffee today, you give it, you give us a little bit of your money. Uh, it's how we keep this podcast free as fuck and we keep this puppy alive. Um, so let's read off some of our little Patreon BBs. We got Danielle Wilner. 
Danielle Milner wants us to promote the Gender Identity Center of Colorado, which offers low-cost counseling services and support groups to the gender variant and transgender community. It's a tiny organization that's completely volunteer-run, and many of the BBs feel like making a donation to help them keep their doors open and the incredibly important services offered at a minimal cost or even free, they can do so by clicking the donate button on the homepage at gic-colorado.org. That is gic-colorado.org. You got me? Mm-hmm. We also have Indio Magad. Indio Magad wants us to promote her online store, Bourbon, like the alcohol, and Boot. If you're looking Boot. for funky homewares, unique throw pillows, prints, or eclectic little finds that sass up your space, then visit bourbonandboot.com.au or hit up Bourbon and Boot on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go follow that shit. Go likey like some of that shit, okay? Because it's real cute. Got cute ass fucking pillows, and I'm into it. We also have Amelia Duncan. Amelia Duncan wants us to promote that Twitter game. Well, what do you want to say, B? What? Well, Amelja. <laughs> we got uh, my little Amelja over here wants us to promote that Twitter. <laughs> my little Amelja. A underscore Van, V-A-N-Z-E-Y-L. That's A underscore V-A-N-Z-E-Y-L. And then we have Chelsea West. That's you, Beebs. Chelsea West would like to promote her friend's produ- uh, video production company, Broken Color Media. They have a YouTube yes. channel. You can go over to them and subscribe. They have a, a sketch called High Times. You can go check out and, and laugh if you yeah. like laughing. And they also have a Twitter. They like you to go follow. It is at Broken Color TV. Yeah. We have our $25 reward group. We got Mar- Marie, Lena, so I married Naxman. We got Brittany Seller, Doricella. We got Brett New Dick Newman. We got Becca, it's Friday Murray. We got Cinderella. We got Gina, please get it checked out, Wartman. We got Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Ramirez. We have Megan, you spelled it wrong, Griffin. We have Eric, you know, nah, me know. We have Corey, pussy popping on the moon, y'all. I think that's like my favorite group of people. Now, I mean, it's I listen. Pretty good. It's a solid group. I love group. the $50 reward group because you my bitches. And I love the $100 reward group because you my bitch bitches. You my main bitches. But my $25 reward group, they just get they get funny little names. And I like doing <laughs> it. <laughs> it's time for the talking in, Beavs. All right. Well, oh. I got a song queued up. Oh, it's Shakira. <laughs> Beyonce. Oh, that fucking music video is still epic to me. I can't tell them apart half the time. They yeah, like, they, they right, cut girl. them. They cut them in and out. They do. They do fuck with you. There's like too. a filter going on. They got like. There's a filter, but they also all in like. Black. They'll literally put them in the same spot and shoot it twice and then cut. It's so fucking crazy. The okay, hair is so very got, similarly uh, done. I love it. So we got uh, a ten dollar war group. Mandy Arthur, Stacey Parker, Becca Schroeder, Kelly Baldenau, Kyle Eakey, Dylan Waterbury, Ashley Soriano, Melissa Johnson, Chris Flores, Caitlin Rosenthal, Trisha King, Quinn Todd, Megan Manahan, Connie Bowers, Diana Resendez, Kate, Head Baby Dylan, Emmanuel Morso, Anthony Hood, Kyle Englishman, Melissa Bernard, and Maddie Williams. And if you uh, didn't hear your name, get right with the Lord and get right with your credit card company because your <laughs> shit didn't go through. Uh, listen, I love you all very much. You're pretty good BBs, and I appreciate it. You can find me at Megan Tonjes on most things. You can find me at Keith Without a Crew on most things. Keith W O A Crew on Twitter and Snapchat. Oh my God! And that's the end of the you podcast. You literally cannot be trusted with liquids, with your elbows. You are a gangly little giraffe, baby. Fuck. Listen, I'll see you guys later. Good night. Fucking cunt. And goodbye. Goodbye.